Hey everyone, it's Turbo and the Algorithm coming to you from Geek Street. I'm coming to you live from the Hellmouth studio. And it's the weekend, it's Saturday, there's lots going on. I did some stupid things. Oh yeah. Wondering, wondering, wondering what uh, what maybe the algorithm got up to that might have been stupid as well. So that's what this podcast's about. We talk about our collections, we talk about video games, we talk movies, we talk anything that we're interested in and that's you know not really you know socially accepted anymore. I mean, you can't really say that now because everyone toy collects now. It's crazy. Yeah, it's <clears throat> we've gone, we've sold out, we've gone mainstream. Maybe three or four years ago you'd keep this on the down low but yeah there are people a lot worse than us sir that's that's true um i've seen some uh if you go online and you look up toy collecting podcasts or live or vlogs holy shit there's people out there that have like millions of dollars squillions of dollars in toys it's insane well there's also people that have you know like they're in on all of the the pre-orders They'll line up at the at the stores, you know, two hours before they open. They'll go in and they'll buy like the entire stock of something. Like we don't we don't do any of that stuff. No, I don't think we do anyway. Do we? No, I no, I don't. I might do a pre order online, but I don't do the uh, go to the stores and stand in line. Never have, never will. Not even for like video games, which was really my kind of big thing was video games and like even like when it was like mortal Kombat, like i didn't i didn't stand in line for it no but you always i mean there was there was never really any danger of not getting a copy of it though i don't think i i don't remember back then i usually didn't buy stuff on launch day i only ever bought one game on launch day and that was uh, fallout 4 and there were I found out like I didn't have to get the pre-order. I didn't have to do all this stuff because they had tons of copies. Like there were people coming in just off the street after they opened and stuff while I was, you know, getting my pre-copy or my, my pre-order copy all settled and everything. And they just walk in and be like, do you have, you know, do you have Fallout 4? Oh yeah, we have like, you know, we ordered 40 copies of it. So I, I don't think that was as, as much a danger anymore, but, um, yeah, like I know we've ordered a couple of things on pre-order and stuff like that. If we happen to get in, cool. But there are people that like have I don't even know how many computers they got going, and they got all their friends, and they got a big network going, and like I know. Well, that's uh, Swamp Ninja. That's Swamp well, Ninja has his has a has a system. He has his network. Yeah, but he's not like rat. I wouldn't consider him like a like a rabid collector either. I know he has probably a bigger collection than you and I. He probably has one bigger than us combined. Oh, absolutely. He, he's absolutely been into it a does. lot longer than us, but I still don't consider him like a heavy I don't know I don't know how to explain us. I'd still don't consider him like a hardcore collector. Oh, okay. I could be completely wrong. I, I'm talking about these people with like pegboards of like mint in the package collections and they've just like you said they've got like hundreds of like literally hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stuff he just collects funny things and he makes his shelves up and stuff and i mean he doesn't have a whole room dedicated to his collection you know what i mean yeah i don't have a whole room dedicated to my collection and again you well you do but it's not (laughs) 
it's not like a like i'm talking about like i've seen these youtubers and you go down their entire basement is like a chunk of toys r us like it's just it's insane yeah no i'm not into that no don't get me wrong if i had the funds and the oh if i had squillions of dollars i'd be like yeah i'd be like i'm gonna build this you know i'm gonna build something out back and that's just gonna be my shrine to my my childhood some arcade machines all my favorite toys like yeah who wouldn't do it it'd be uh, be disgusting but but yeah i'd do it yeah but you'd be like and it's not just to you know to to dick measure anything it's just like you look at that stuff and it just you can get away for a little while like it just it takes oh man listen i completely agree i'm it's how what i it's how i deal like i got my stressed out i come upstairs and turn the uh turn the uh, led on and just you know chill in the room so and just uh veg out you said something offhand and it's uh i got you got me wondering so what did you do that was so stupid oh i just bought more toys oh, yeah? that's what i do <laughs> i just I, I decided uh i got uh they should arrive tomorrow it was a little flash sale that was going on on amazon.ca and i got a general zod from my dc multiverse uh collection that i'm you know collecting that was on sale for 14 dollars. and then they also had the one of the black lantern figures that i was going to be looking at um i got the big bad of it it was regular 65 dollars. i got it for 40 so you know 25 bucks saving so you know i spent 60 bucks got two figures works out to 30 bucks a figure it's not too bad but i mean one of these one of them is considered a mega figure see because he's a little bigger and bulkier than the right standard seven inch so they kind of fit in well. They're a little, they're almost like eight inches, I guess. Yeah, I've seen them. They're a little, just a tiny larger. But yeah, so I got, those are, I got that. And then of course, you know, I, I repurchased some dragons. I got those Joker dragons again. And I got my what, shelves what is... all looking, looking pretty cool. I got one flying in the corner, two up on the very tippity top. I. Uh, so what is it about those? Dude, they're just so fucking, they just look so like, scary man there there's like if you tell like i got a nice stylized photo of it uh where like the background kind of moves and it's it it just it's frightening man that face that that grin with the dragon thing and the, the piercing eyes like it's joker's it's joker's face just stretched into like this dragon shape it's kind of because it's not like it's a dragon head it's it looks like they t- just took joker's skin and just stretched it over a a dragon's skull and it's just like it's like peeled back and just unnerving and the thing <laughs> is is like you can the tongue is articulated in it so like you can move the tongue around it's just like so fucking weird and what are those but are yeah. those built for the multiverse figures well yeah they're they're a part of the canon they're in the comic book no but i mean like like they do the, like you put your multiverse guys like they they ride it or whatever yeah, you can, you can, uh, yeah, there's a little, uh, there's a scale that you can remove and it kind of tr- allows you to get a figure to sit on it. Okay, yeah. that's what I was wondering. Yeah, I mean, I, you can have figures ride it. I just find it a little, like, it looks a little weird. I'm just like, eh. I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, some, it's like, I don't know if I, I'm, depending on what figures I want to, like, if I, 
I'm looking at getting a couple more uh, like uh, bad guys for my shelf, and I'm think I'm trying to think of like who would look good riding one of those dragons. So I was just you know going down the rabbit hole of you know would a Mister Freeze riding a, a Joker dragon look badass? Maybe might <laughs> I don't know. And that's just how my lizard brain works, man. It's just hear me out for it a second. It is, and I know this sounds crazy, yeah. but what about a Joker riding? No. No, that's just stupid. Okay. That's that's just you know that that's to be that's what people would want you to do. Put a Joker <laughs> on a Joker dragon. Just doesn't make sense. Okay. Doesn't make sense in my brain. It's not like it's like Joker doesn't exist in that universe. So that like it's Joker dragons. That's the only that's the only like version of the Joker in that uh, multiverse. That would be kind of neat. I hear you. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, that's what I've done. I I bought some. I got two figures coming, and then yeah, I've been just uh, chilling at the house, doing my thing, you know, hanging out. Have you watching the NCIS with the kids? And have you been watching them? Sorry, have you been doing the Walk of Shame lately? Like through the through the Toys R Us or the yeah, or you know, you know our our stores. They're just there's nothing there, nothing there. I was really. Just nothing there I'm really interested in because, like, you know, I, I'm not – like, our prices haven't gone down any here. So, like, I'm not spending $70 on a He-Man figure. Not doing it. No. Just doesn't make sense to me. 70 bucks, I could go do something better with that $70. Like, if it was a $20, $30 toy like it used to be, yeah, sure. Like, that's what I loved about the Origin line. The Origin line was that price point, 20 bucks. Like It's not that anymore. It's, it's almost $30. It's like, I'm just – you know that twenty dollar price point is is where I like to like I I like to stay unless I'm getting something you know I think a thirty dollar figure should be kind of considered like a like a mid tier you know premium figure so you should be getting a little extra for the extra ten bucks not just you know a figure that's why I like deluxe figures they 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 come with a little extra and I don't mind paying you know the extra five dollars for a deluxe but now it's like an extra fifteen it's insane right now yeah, it is pretty crazy. Um... Like with the the GI Joe um, classified figures, when I was able to get that deal from that guy at basically twenty dollars a figure, and here, like in the store, I got you know the the bats, the Python Patrol bats for twenty dollars, and here they're asking you know when tax and everything is added, it's forty four. Like it's crazy. Yeah. When you're getting them on the secondary market cheaper than you, when you find them in the wild, there's a problem. Well, it's and it's it it doesn't make sense when you think about it. Like, yeah. yeah, the guy may be sitting on some stock, but like, he he was selling them cheap, which was which was awesome for you. But yeah, like you're saying, yeah, to get a to get a a figure like that cheaper than retail is is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, he just I was lucky with this guy, but I mean, I look at the prices online, and classified figures that there's a crazy range because I, whatever it's the way the market is i guess but like i've seen them as low as you know 25 30 ish but i've seen them as high as 60 70 ish depending on the figure and i'm talking yeah. about like your average figure i'm not talking about your special figures like serpentor or uh dr mind bender or the the ultimate editions uh, i'm just talking about your standard classified figures and yeah. uh, 
like here in the wild there you're looking at at least 45 bucks with tax and everything um some are even higher than that so it's it is it's insane and not to mention the fact that it's a it's a flip of the coin whether you're gonna be able to find even find something that you want like you can even talk yourself into wanting to get like i think we're still on wave like four of origins yeah there's no uh there's no wave like they're up to wave 11 and we have the latest the only wave we've seen is three and seven i think maybe and no wave five i think because fisto or whatever has fisto Fisto clamp champ and ram man and that's all we got evil in yeah it's crazy yeah like just throw us something and and the funny thing is is they'll get new stock but guess what it is it's more of that it's new old stock that's what i call it (laughs) it's new to us old to everywhere else in canada and the world (laughs) well it's it's hard to say because i know like in ontario there's a guy i watch i can't remember what his name is but um like he'll he'll do the walk arounds through the stores and like three or four years ago there's no way i'd ever sit there and watch that but i i just i'm more curious it's not like oh look what they got it's more to see like is it like it is here like the way it is here is it like that everywhere and this guy i think is like from brampton or something and it is it's the same in other places it's just different stock like up there it's funny because i've teased you about it they're swimming in Hordak and Shiraz. Like you wish. But oh man, if I could if I could get that fucking Hordak and that Shira. Go to Brampton. In the man. wild, it would be it would be great. I'm gonna have to just order it online. Just yeah. gonna have to order it online. Or get or maybe get swimming. or maybe get the ninja to go look go uh, on a on a hunt and see if he can find me a Hordak and a Shira. He should be able to. Um I just, it's just funny, but I didn't see any of our figures there. Like I didn't, like he went through Toys R Us and Target. And yeah. I'm just Target. wondering if it's, that's what they do all for all our, all the provinces here is like, you get wave two and three, you get wave five and seven. You're going to get, you're going to get wave one and nine. And like, that's, that's how, like they're trying to make the it rare in regions, I guess. And so you have yeah. to travel like you, it's like fucking Pokemon go or something. You got to go traveling, yeah. looking for this shit. You're going geocaching. I don't know. Yeah. It's an interesting way to set up a, I guess like a, like a international bartering system. You know, I'll give you a faker for a clawful kind of thing, but yeah. Oh, you're from Japan? Yeah, I want I want uh, the Mewtwo shiny for my Bulbasaur. <laughs> That's always been that way, though. Like, when we were kids, that was kind of that way with countries. Um, a great example is the LJN wrestlers. And, you know, this always, this always caught me by surprise. But I don't know, you, I don't think you collected the LJNs. You certainly knew about them. But the last wave, it was like 88, 89, something like that. And they came on a black card and, you know, they're known as the black card and they're extremely rare. They only came out in Canada. So it was like, that's why like big boss man, like you're wondering like big boss man, why is he worth so much? And Rick Rude and I think there was an ultimate warrior and uh, a Haku and what's his face? The warlord. And they were all on these black cards and that's the reason why they were so rare is because they were literally only released in Canada, which I found really strange because wrestling is, 
you know, the WWF is not Canadian. I just, I always mm. found that weird, but it was the same thing with, <clears throat> with like when we were kids, um, you know, He-Man, um, you know, some countries had the knockoffs, but there was other countries that had variations like the, the camo con, I think was like a, a Mexico thing. And, mm. uh, there was um, like the black faced Grizzlor instead of the the brown one. There was a variation there, and I think he was he was region specific as well. It was just yeah, it was just kind of weird. But now we're talking today, like it's like provincially in that. And I don't know if that's because of COVID, because this stuff kind of blew up after COVID, right? Like I don't remember Origins really being out before COVID. Do you? Yeah, I mean they were out, but like people were ignoring it. People were ignoring it, and then because you know the pandemic and money and people were wanting to do something because all they were doing was sitting at home. Um, yeah. They, they got to, you know, a nice little $20 price point. Like I said, I loved it. Like I, if, you know, they were, if they went back to the, the, that price point of 20 bucks, man, I would like, you know, every, every paycheck, you know, I'd buy a figure. Why not? What's 20 bucks? Yeah, trying to get them all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I- I, I, um, that was me with the, uh, when I sent you the Transformers, they're the core class. Like, they had like a $9.99 price point or something like that. And I'm just like, I'm going to get the whole collection. Like, this is awesome. And then they just jacked them up to like 19 bucks. Yeah, it's $16.99 right now. It's fucking bananas. Yeah. And now there's a, like, I don't know if you've been followed. There's a new cartoon. There's a new, uh, version of Transformers called Earthspark. No. Kind of, kind of anime esque. I've I've only watched the one episode, but um, the the new toy lines out, and my god, it's horrible. It just looks like like the design of the Transformers is just very anime and very like child. Like well, I don't yeah, want I don't want to say comic book because like it's not a comic book style. It's more of a like an animated children's series on like not not SpongeBob, but kind of like that that kind of in that vein. But what's the target audience? Because uh, they've done the same thing with He-Man, right? There's a there's a He-Man that's geared towards like five to eight year olds kind of thing. Yeah, and it's a re- but the thing is, is that design is really cool. It's uh, just, I'll disagree with you there. They're just but you don't you don't like you don't I, like it at all. I looked at a few of them. We might not even be thinking of the same one, but now if it's the one I'm thinking of, I am like not impressed. And I remember you said you saw the merman and I took a look at it and I'm like, that's an interesting take, but I have no interest in putting that up on my shelf. Hmm. It's, it's, a, it's, an, own, it's, right? it's, it's, it's an interesting style for me because it's kind of reminds me of like the old uh, cell shading video games. So it kind of looks like, a, you know, kind of like a graffiti kind of esque. I don't yeah. know. But don't see, know. you're, you're, uh, you're equating that with something. It reminds you of something. And that I understand. For me, it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, it doesn't resonate with anything. It. Exactly. I, I get what you're saying. So for sure, yeah. If, that, if I had that kind of, if I made that kind of connection, then I could probably see it in a different light. Yeah, I was, uh, so yeah, so I was looking at, you know, you know, the, these Transformer Earthspark figures and I just, I, you know, and they have like a, a mini seat, you know, I'm a sucker for mini figures because you can just get a lot of them and display a lot of them and it looks cool. Yeah, and like they don't my, take up a lot of room. I get Well, it. that too. And like, I love my He-Man Eternias. <laughs> I love my little, uh, set of Transformer minis I have. So I was looking at these and then I have the, 
I have a few of the core class. Um, I think I have a shockwave and a sky warp coming because I think I think the ninja found a couple for me, and so that'll be cool if I could get two more of those on there. Because right now I have them fighting my Power Ranger toys, which is kind of neat. Because I have the big Megazord, and then I have a a half a half size uh, Megazord and a, a Samurai Megazord. I can't remember what it's called. Thunderzord. That's what it's called. So they're they're larger than the core class, but like it kind of looks like in scale because you know it was these giant vehicles combining, so they should be bigger than the Transformers. So it kind of looks really neat that way. And then I have the, my mini. Remember, I got that set of mini cons. And I have them on the shelf with the the larger core class. So it looks like, you know, I have them all to scale, which is kind of neat. It's a really cool little scene I have up on my shelf. So I was impressed with that. So I would like, I was thinking, oh, I could get another minifigure and, you know, kind of use that. And it's right now it's at a price point of like $9.99. But like I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, that's $10 figure. Like I buy three right now and I have the wave one. But I'm like. I don't resonate with anything. Like when I look at it, it doesn't resonate with me. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I, like I could buy them. Then I'd be like, ah, I don't even like them. And I guess I could flip them, but I'm just like, ah, it's such a new thing. I'm just like, maybe I'll, I'll let it simmer. But yeah. Yeah. That's the worst when you get something that you think you wanted and then you figure out you don't. (laughs) I've done that a couple of times. Luckily, nothing huge, but there's a couple of toys. There's a couple of figures that I probably, it's hard to explain. I don't like out and out regret, but if I did it again, I would probably buy something different. Do you regret your faker? I do in a, in a way (laughs) it's hard. Like, that's the thing of, and that's exactly what was running through my mind when I was just saying that it's like, I like the figure it's, you know, it's almost like a He-Man Terminator thing. Um, two of my, you know, favorite things in the world. Um, it's, you know, it's a cool badass figure and it still makes me feel good to see it in the store here at like more than I paid for it. You know, it goes back to that conversation we just had. Um, so it, it, it does kind of make me feel good. Like two years later, <laughs> it's, it's still like $10 more in the store than what I paid. But if I could go back, um, I probably would have gotten something different, I guess you could say, but it's not how much did you deal. pay for your faker? I think I paid 35, something like that. What would you want for it? Are you interested? Is that what um, we're talking? I'll talk shop. We're going to negotiate live here. No, I'm just messing <laughs> with you. No, but I don't know if I have anything you'd want. That's just trying to think. Yeah, like I mean, unless you want like an origin figure. I don't know. Um, we'll we'll talk about that. I got time. I got an origin faker. I don't know if you have it. Did you get the uh, faker? No, not interested in that. No, I'm not a faker guy. Like I. And the reason why I don't really want it is because it just doesn't go with anything. It's not like, again, it's not like it's an ugly figure or anything like that. It's just, yeah, <clears throat> it doesn't really go with the motif. Like it doesn't, it doesn't fit in. It's the only faker I have. Um, I do have another revelation figure. I have the merman, but at least the merman goes with, you know, I've got like seven or eight other merman. 
<clears throat> Plus, it's just. Have a you badass. cracked that son of a bitch open yet, or what? No, I haven't cracked anything open yet. I haven't even cracked open the. Remember, I was gonna crack open the classified figures because, like, the packaging is meh. I haven't even done that yet. Um, just have that one bats open that I had the double of. Nice. I just, I haven't, I haven't even gone through like. You know, I was talking about how I picked up all those 25th anniversary G.I. Joe figures. I haven't even had a chance to really, like, look at them and go through them. Um, I We just got a puppy, like, uh, like, a week and a half ago. So it's been, <laughs> it's been pretty busy around here. So I haven't really had a chance to, to do any of that stuff. But... Just take him in the room with you and let him play in the box. There you yeah, go. that's not how this happens at all. <laughs> There's a lot more to it. So it's, yeah, I haven't really been able to uh, to really get into it, but um, kind of switching gears a bit. Uh, those friggin' 25th anniversary G.I. Joes, man, they've got me hooked like bad so what other ones are you looking for <laughs> uh, just any that it's it's just ridiculous i uh i paid on average i have <clears throat> i think i have seven of them seven seems to be like the standard number for me for stuff it just works out that way um i have seven of them and i paid on average about 25 dollars a piece and the way I kind of justify that, I mean, $25, like it's, it's expensive for a little three and a, what is it? Three and a three quarters or whatever it is. Figure. Yeah. It's 3.3 and a quarter. Yeah. But I mean, if I walked into a store here and I saw them hanging up on the shelf for $25, I'd buy them. So that's, that's kind of how I justify like. It'd be hard to say, like, if you walked into a store and you saw those hanging up, you'd, you'd probably, well, I don't know about you, because you weren't huge into G.I. Joe, but, I mean. Well, see, that's not true. Like, when I was a kid, I had, like, here's the thing. I, I have a bittersweet relationship with G.I. Joe. I was a G.I. Joe collector as a kid. I had, like, a shit ton of them. Like, I think I had over, like, 50, 60 figures. Like, that was that was my toy, because, like, I always could get them on sale, like, two for five bucks, mm -hmm. you know. That sort of thing. Those sales. Yeah. So I would love live. I went to Kmart and if I had my $5 allowance, that would, and I'd, I'd write to the GI Joe wild and be like, okay, who don't I have? Are they on the two for five? They're not. Oh, I'll wait. I'd save my five bucks and then I get 10 and, you know, wait for my next two weeks and get my other five. And then we go to the store and I have dollars. I'd be like, okay, four now figures. they're, now they're, now they're in the two for five section. I'm getting four figures. Yeah. Boom. Dunskies. You know, and walk out with like Leatherneck, Tunnel Wrath, uh, <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter, and like maybe a Destro or something like like one of the the Gold Destro back when that that happened. I think I had one, but yeah, like it was. So what's the bitter sweetness? What's the I well as as we know, when I was a kid, we moved a lot, and my toys got stolen in a move. The oh. the bag the 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 box didn't come. They got they got lost or or something when we moved and yeah lost all my GI Joe figures. 
So I'm shocked that that doesn't make you want to go out and at least get the ones that you liked. Because the like, ones oh. the ones that I want are just way out of my price range. Yeah. Way out of my like they're like you know ninety dollars a figure, and I'm like, nah. who are you talking? Who are you thinking of? What's that? Who are you thinking of? Ninety dollars. Yeah, there's some <laughs> like I'm talking like you know like the. Yeah, if I want to get like the 25th anniversary like retros of like my fa- like the my favorite figures, like isn't Snake Eyes like 40 bucks now or something? 50 bucks? You can get a I can get a Snake Eyes from that guy for 25 bucks. Huh. I didn't know. I thought that the, I thought were... that we were higher than that like when I was No, looking. this guy this guy he's he had like a uh, like a surplus of them. And it's it's really weird because I kind of thought he was like screwing with me right because he had all these because he's given me like these deals that sound crazy and i'm like thinking and this is a different guy than the the classifieds guy because i'm pretty sure the classifieds guy got them hot or something because he just practically gave them away but uh this guy he had tons of these things and He's like, I'll give you, you know, the, the first deal I made with him, he gave me a decent deal. He's like, since you're, you know, you're ordering four years from me, I'll give you a good deal. And the price point was right. Um, like I did my research on the eBay sold items. I don't understand how he didn't sell already. Um, he had really high prices on some of his guys. But if you talk to him. He, like Storm Shadow, for instance, um, and that's, you know, I've talked at length about how important that particular figure is to me and why. Uh, And this is like a faithful recreation of it. Um, He had it on for like $70 or something like that. And I just talked to him and I said, listen, like I'm interested in Storm Shadow. I'm interested in the bats. I'm interested in the, the hooded Cobra Commander and I'm interested in uh i can't remember the other who the other figure was that for that particular deal um oh no it was just the three of them on the first deal and he's like 70 bucks and i'm like so you're willing to give me all three of those for the same price that you were asking just for storm shadow and he's like yeah you're ordering in bulk like it's all good you know i have a couple of storm shadows floating around and blah 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 so i mean I, i saw that price and i'm thinking okay like so that's roughly $25 a figure. Uh, so I did my research on eBay sold items and I'm seeing like Storm Shadow selling for $40, $45. The bats are really rare. Like I've seen them ranging from $30 to $40. The Hooded Cobra Commander was in the $40 range and I'm thinking, okay, yeah, let's like, and these are sold items. So the people are paying these prices. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So we did it. And, uh, you know, they arrived like fresh mint. Um, so I initiated another deal with him and I got four more figures and he's like, listen, like you've already made a deal with me. Um, I'm willing to pretty much let the four of these go for the same price. I sold you three, four on the first deal. Like that's pretty much cost. And so I, I, you know, I messaged back and I said, so if you don't mind me asking, like, do you get new stock of this stuff? Like, how are you get like, these things are like almost 20 years old. I think they came out in like 2008 or something like that. So like 15 years old. I'm like, do you have like a, like boxes of this stuff laying around? Or do you know somebody that, you know, bought a bunch of the like cases from a store or something? 
And he just said, you know, back in the day, I had a sweet hookup <clears throat> and I bought like a huge surplus of these thinking that I could unload them easily, but they're, they're a little harder to unload. And he's just like, you know, you, you seem like a good customer. So I'm, you know, I'm willing to unload a few more on you for, for cost. So again, I did my research and like the second batch was like Firefly, which I really, really wanted. Um, trying to think who else Destro was in there. Cause it just, it was a cool figure. It's a figure I always wanted. Um, and two more versions of Cobra commander, the, the helmet with the shield on it and the, you know, the mech armor stuff. And, uh, yeah, that's the armor he wore after he changed back from a snake yeah. back to a man. Yeah. And I had, I used to be a man. I had that when I was a kid and I loved that figure just cause it looked so badass. I didn't even care that it was Cobra commander. And, uh, yeah, man, like I, I could go to him a third time. He'd probably give me a really good deal, but I'm the figures that he has left that I don't have yeah. are like, I'd really have to stretch it because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like, we're down to like snake eyes, which I, you know, I, I get it if you wanted it. Um, he's got two or three versions of snake eyes. Um, there's like a Cobra officer, which I mean, I wouldn't mind getting cause it's just one of those iconic figures. I have it in the classified version. Um, and he's got, uh, there's a couple of other guys that I could probably talk myself into wanting, but, uh, yeah, like if you're that serious about it, it wouldn't be well, a problem. I, I'm, I have, uh, my wet, my net is way too wide as it is. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to yeah. go with nah. Um, so he's. He has the one that comes with Timber, too. Oh, yeah, of course. Old Timberwolf. He's got um, the... He's got well, that, that reminds... Like, that, that, when you see Timber and Snake Eyes, you just remember him being irradiated and walking through the the tundra, right? After that, yeah. uh, the mass weapon uh, episodes. The nuclear so, winter episode. Yeah. So, anyway, it was, it was kind of neat that, you know, that was that, like, that, I love that episode. That's one of my favorites. I loved the, well, the mass device uh, saga. I think it was like three episodes, maybe four. I think it was five. Yeah. And I then there was that one. And then there was the uh, Pyramid of Darkness. That one was a good, that was a good two, three parter, I think. And then. Yeah, man. G- yeah, GI Joes were kind of really big for me. It's strange why I never got into them again. You it's because I, I lost them all. I was just but like, like you said, like you said, it it's awful hard. Like you've you're into so many different things that adding GI Joe would be <laughs> it would be tough. I think. Oh, it's detrimental already. Um, I've been doing well though. Like I've been buying stuff on sale. I'm not like going out and buying retail because. I'd be poor. Um, I mean, I'm poor now, but I'd be more poor. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done these deals with this guy for these or these guys. I guess for these GI Joe figures, had they not like practically given them away to me either. Yeah. So now you're thinking you're you're, you're probably going to get get a little more, a couple more of them. I yeah, and I originally said I, I'm done with the classifieds. Like, there's nothing out there. There's not. Well, gonna... here's the thing, though. If the classifieds come out with that Mech Cobra Commander suit, eh. I don't know, man. It'd be kind of cool to have like the the retro Zoom. and then the the classified, right? Yeah, I don't know. There's some twists on the class, like with the classified figures. I only really, if you look at the ones that I have, 
I only really went after the ones that were like a good faithful recreation. There's some that are just like they've changed just too much on them and I don't like the look. Um, like the Corporate Commander ones, man, I just do, don't like the look of them at all. Well, they gave him his regal armor from the comic book. It's the comic book version of, of Cobra Commander. Yeah. Because they gave, like, I think, I can't remember what, I think it's in the UK kind of style that, you know, he had the, the red cape and the, the buttons and the, the helmet was shaped a little differently. Yeah. Just, so yeah, uh, I, I can understand why it's, it's, it's foreign because like you've never, you you have no connection to it whatsoever. Whereas no. me, it's like, ah, that's UK fucking Cobra commander. <laughs> yeah. I just, but these friggin' like these 25th anniversary ones, man, like they got the friggin' file card on the back. The, the pictures on the front are like exactly from the, like when we were kids, and yeah. it's just like, uh, uh, I yeah, uh, I've been uh, I've been looking for a Serpentor. <laughs> of course and, you have. And his mask, his mask comes off and everything, so it's really cool. Um, the Serpentor, I'd like to get the twins, and the 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 Dreadnought guys are pretty cool too. So oh, so like, so a Zartan, Chainsaw, Torch, Buzz, 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 uh, Torch. Buzzsaw. Yeah. Yeah, but they're like the the dreadnoughts are expensive. So it's like and so is Serpentor. Like Serpentor is like 40, 50 bucks. So it's just like I'm not I just I can't go that if, far. If but. if you could get a deal for two at once or something, maybe. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately lump, lump like a torch and a Serpentor in and try to get like, you know, ten or twenty bucks off. But unfortunately the guy that I've been doing deals with, he's he doesn't have those guys. So that's why I was asking him. I'm like, do you have access to get like anybody you want? Cause you know, I got a few more that I'd like to have. And he's like, no, unfortunately this is just all excess that I had and I'm just, you know, trying to get rid of it. But yeah, they're, they're really cool. I don't know if you've seen, have you, you probably haven't seen one in like in your hands. No, but I like, I've seen them online. Like I've been following it a little bit. Yeah, like there's, they, they look almost identical. They got they just got rid of the O valve, right? And the the the, the waist is a little different. The, no the, elastic. The waist, yeah, the waist is now articulated so where you can bend, like it's a joint, like the rest of them. That's the only difference. And they're just, uh, I think you can move the feet and the hands too, so they're just slightly more articulated. But they're the same size. They were faithful to the molds. Like there's little chain, little differences, but nothing major. How many is in the whole set? There's 20. I don't 30, know. 30. That's 40. 50. <laughs> I'm pretty 60. sure they redid everybody. Well, they did. They redid the fit. They redid the, 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 the vehicles too. Yikes. Yeah. Never a vehicle guy. So I'm not really worried about that. So the Arctic hiss, the Cobra stinger, the flak yeah. cannon, the sting Raider, the ghost talk. Doesn't really do anything the for me. Striker. The Cobra Fangs were cool though. The little tiny mini helicopters, those were cool. I like those. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying the the vehicle sucked. It's just like whenever I played GI Joe, I just wasn't. It's weird too because it was the same thing with E Man. Like I had a I had a handful of the vehicles, but meh, never really played with them a lot. 
Oh man, yeah, the, this is bringing back some memories. I got to get off this website. Go if away. I put, go away. I guarantee you, like the next time I go over, I'm going to take that Destro and I'm going to put it in your hands, and we'll see how you react to that. Oh, probably. Look at that, and you're just going to be like, "Oh man," maybe just one, maybe just <laughs> no, because right now I'm like I'm I'm gearing up like. My birthday's coming up, so I'm going to try to save up a little extra cash, <laughs> and I think I'm going to go, I think I might go a little crazy on my birthday and get myself uh, myself something really nice. We'll see. What are you thinking? I don't know. Could be a Mondo figure. Uh-oh. We know where one could, of those is. Yeah, it could be a Mondo figure. If it's still there, maybe, but I'm thinking, you know. I'd like to get the most bang for my buck, like buying one figure for 300 doesn't, doesn't make any sense to me. So if I could get like, you know, a set or a series for like the 300, like if I could buy like a lot, I might do that. Get like a, a whole series of like DC multiverse, maybe get try to get a wave of those uh, retro headmaster transformers because those would be kind of dope. The headmasters don't. Yeah, the headmasters were cool. I'm thinking of the target masters. Yeah, the, yeah, it was when they started getting the guns. I was like, ah, oh, I don't live. I don't care about a gun, but having a having a human be the head of a transformer a was always kind of fucking dope. Exactly. Yeah, they were. I had a couple of them when I was a kid. I had Weird Wolf. So I had he was Bone that, that Crusher was a, and who was Weird Wolf? Was he literally a wolf? Yeah, and I can't remember. Was it Weird Wolf a headmaster? Maybe I'm getting them confused. I don't honestly don't remember. Uh, let me look it up here real quick. I had Skull Bone Crusher, who was an alligator, and I had Minesweep, who was a bat. I'm trying to remember what they are. Or maybe he was a target master. Maybe I'm getting confused. What are they called? Uh, characters. Jesus. <laughs> no, I don't think they're that. So moving, moving on to that segue, um, one of the things that you wanted to talk about was the transformers if they if they had a reboot because there's a new live action movie coming out apparently i haven't been paying attention because michael bay just completely soured me on the live action crap um the question that you were that you were posing is you know how would you want them to do this would you want them to come out with like a revelations series for transformers and where would that pick up um if they did a live action movie like how would you and i like i thought about it a little while um <clears throat> i'd love to see a live action with the transformers that we know and love so i'm talking like season one go right back to the beginning have them crash on earth um you don't have to have it blow by blow like in the cartoon but roughly follow that particular storyline where you know teletan teletran one um I'm trying to remember how the story goes wasn't it that uh that starscream blew up the entrance to the, the volcano and it woke teletran one up and then he it went out and scanned things and woke the the autobots up well essentially what happened was is the arc crashed and what happened was there was a uh, volcanic uh uh, event because they're in the side of a volcano and there's a tremor because I believe they they loosely base it off of its Los Angeles I think so there's like earthquakes and shit mm. um, so there was an earthquake and what happened was after that earthquake uh, Teletran one woke up 
went out and started the Decepticons were the closest ones for Teletran one to reactivate. Yeah. So they he went out and he did like the you know the the uh, the scan of the the jets and stuff, and that's how everyone came back to to life for the Decepticons. And what happened was is the Decepticons left the Ark. They're like, leave them asleep. Don't worry about it. The you know we turned off Teletran one, and Starscream, of course, being the dumb idiot he is, he didn't listen to, to Megatron and Megatron. was like shooting at the 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 entrance. And uh, yes, it, it there was an explosion and that woke Teletran one up, and then the Autobots came to to, to yeah. be reanimated. And it was so, just it's just hilarious. Like if you think if just if Starscream had have just not done anything, listen there would be Megatron. no Transformers. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So I like I'd I'd love to see like really loosely based on the original cartoon story. Um it's a good like it's a decent story where you would get new fans. Um you know, the newer generations that don't have that that tie to the old stuff and it you know, people like us would love it. Um I don't need a live action movie where every single part of the transformer is accounted for when it transforms. Like, I just, I thought that was, it just wasn't necessary. Like, the Michael Bay stuff, those weren't our Transformers. They were just, it wasn't, I didn't, I watched the first one and that was the end of it. I, I, as I've said before, I watched the second one and it's like when the comic relief is killing Devastator, I'm like, count me out. I'm piecing out. Um. I would love to see them recreate it and have like the, the original forms of the transformers and just do it. And if the first one have the first movie kind of encompass everything that happened in the first season of the cartoon, I think there's only like 12 episodes or something like that. Like, I think you could pull it off. Um, and if it, if it proved popular, then do more. I would love to see like a, like a Netflix style series of transformers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they did it with the animation, no. like that new animation was pretty good. It, it, it It's a good, uh, it's a good new take as a new, a new universe of transformer, but it's doesn't really follow the tried and true story story that we know. They, there's a lot of Easter eggs in, in the new story to how, you know, it, it winks and nods at its original uh, animated series, which is kind of kind of neat to see those Easter eggs and stuff. Kind of like in 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 He-Man Revelations as well. But I would love to see it like as a, a live action series. You know, season one, season two, and you could loosely like, again, you could loosely base it off the original comics. But like you said, let's keep the characters tried and true to what we as the original audience know them as, you know, Ironhide as, as a, as a really, you know, just gruff veteran fucking Autobot that just is always in a funk, always angry. Yep. Like, you know, have Optimus Prime be that, be that noble boy scout, right? He's the boy scout of the group, you know? And then you have, you know, Bumblebee is just this, you know, he's the comic relief, you know, because of his quips and his attitude, because him yeah, and, and Optimus have was. that relationship, right? And that's what he was. And they, like every new iteration of Transformers, for some reason, like Bumblebee is the guy. And it's just, it's, I find that very strange because that's not the Bumblebee 
Well, this is because they tried to. They're basing it off the somewhat the Bayverse, um, because they didn't want to go away from that story. They were like, "Well, how do we how do we make this? How do we redo this? Oh, well, let's take Bumblebee and tell the story of how Bumblebee actually came to the planet, and then you enter. Then he meets Optimus and that sort of thing. So it's kind of like, you know, Bumblebee's on his own and he doesn't. He can't find Optimus and whatnot. He's trying to get to them. That sort of thing. So it was kind of like a coming of age story of for bumblebee to how he's you know he's the he's the big in all honesty in most of these uh movies and whatnot bumblebee's the big bad like he's the lieutenant of the autobots that everyone's scared of he's like the master assassin yeah, type thing it's dumb. It's dumb. well yeah because you know who the actual master assassin is in for the for the uh, autobots like back in the day yeah like in the comic books uh well in the in the uh cartoons i always thought it was uh like mirage it's actually jazz jazz is the big bad jazz was the guy who's like because he's always given the orders out in, in the cartoon right he's prime's he right guy too he was a lieutenant yeah yeah so i just yeah. in in the comic books jazz is the guy jazz is like uh jazz and ironhide are those it's those two in the comic books Ironhide a little more than jazz in the comic book, but Ironhide's the, like I said, the wily veteran who, you know, like talks at prime and down to prime, but prime just lets him get away with it. Cause that's the relationship they have. Okay. Old friend. Yeah. Well, it, they man. were, yeah, they were together when they were oh, Ryan Pax and uh, I can't remember what his name was, but yeah, they go, they go back. Like we know the story of those two. Yeah. So um, I would love to. I would love to see it if they could do it like a Netflix series of it. I think that'd be fucking dope as hell. Because you yeah, know, oh yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with. That. I'd I'd be all over that. I'd be like, let's let's just do it. Let's. So well, you you would start from square one again, and you would like retell oh, it. Retell it with with like today's technology and just you know, you know, you can put your twists on it. You can have like when you get into like when you're. The way I think it should have it should go. In all honesty, if you're going to rebrand it, you start off at the beginning, and you introduce the core characters that are going to you know grab your audience, and then if that if that translates and it resonates with the the watcher, they're going to watch season two, and then you can like if you want to create your own like put your own spin on a transformer, use one of those secondary characters that we don't really have any attachment to. That if you want to tell a story with like Braun or fucking Huffer or whoever. I fucking hate Huffer. Huffer is the Huffer's the Greg Valentine of uh, the Huffer is the blonde man of of the Transformers, yes. (laughs) See, I liked Huffer because I had him as a kid. He was one of the minis. Are you sure it was Huffer and not Pipes? They're very similar. You might be right. You might be right. Yeah, because Pipes was cool. Pipes was the guy who'd be like, here, hey, Prime, let me uh, let me take that load for you because it's your hurt. Like, you know, this little mini guy who thought he was super strong. But Huffer, Huffer was a bitch. I'll say it. <laughs> Huffer. He, he died in the movie. Calm down. Oh, so happy when it happened. Like, I've never been elated in a cartoon like when optimus died i was upset when huffer died i'm like Meh, it's okay they'll give me a I, new character i don't believe you i think the first time that you saw that and nope when they went in because huffer died with like ironhide and Ratchet. i was upset about ironhide because i was an ironhide you, stan 
Loved Your Ironhide. Your jaw was probably on the floor, and you probably didn't even notice that Huffer was killed. No, God, no. I was more like, oh, no, Ironhide. Who's that next to him? I don't know. Who cares? They just, they came in in the first 20 minutes of that movie, and they blew away, like, half of the original characters. Yep. How do you introduce all these characters, like Springer and R.C.? And Wheelie. Fuck that guy. God, Wheelie I hate Wheelie. Blur. Blur I could handle. Like, you know, it was the micro-machine guy who talked really fast. It was a gimmick. Like, that was just trying to get... Because they started having a Transformers line in micro-machines, right? It was a great segue for them to try to make more money. I get it. Um, but, like, yeah. I the, When they came in and wiped out your, your, your main core of characters just so they could try to introduce a new toy line, and we were all like, uh-uh, fuckers. We don't like this. <laughs> Well, it was, it wasn't, the funny thing is, is that it wasn't as kids we were, we saw what they were doing. It was yeah. more like you, you killed, you killed our favorite guys and I don't care about these new guys. Like, yeah, well, we didn't have any attachment <clears throat> because we tried, they tried to give us an introduction in less than 90 minutes. Yeah. That's, that was the hard part. Right? They got greedy and it was the beginning of the end for the Transformers. Now it's funny because season three, there's some real bangers in that season um some of my favorite episodes are in that season like the the dark awakening i've talked about it before with the zombie optimus that is my favorite episode of transformers and that's in season three um but for the most part yeah like you know my feelings on rodimus prime like he's my greg valentine um see i'm not a fan of rodimus i liked hot rod yeah hot hot rod. rod But you didn't, you didn't really see Hot Rod that he wasn't Hot Rod very long. That's why I don't understand you. Like when you talk about that, you're like Hot Rod was cool. He was literally in the movie for like ten minutes, and then he became Rodimus. And he called. Oh, that's he the, the first. The, 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 the first twenty battle. minutes was him on the on Earth with Daniel, and they went fishing and around. talking, Ooh, racing around, and being so all cool. cool. And he was he was cool and braggadocious, man. He yeah. was the bragger. And then, and then he got your guy killed. He got my guy killed, and I was like, "That's that really, that's unfortunate, man. Like you killed your, <laughs> you, you killed my favorite guy. I feel bad for you, if but you he know he redeemed himself. In, if he yeah, would he not have jumped himself. in, I don't know what would have happened. He didn't redeem himself. He took the Transformers and put them right the Autobots and put them right down the toilet. He sucked. Oh, he did that. Like I mean, when you look at if you go back and you watch season, was it season two? No, he wasn't in season two. It was season three. Season three. Oh, yeah. Season four was the Headmasters, right? Yeah, that was like um, three episodes long or whatever. That was garbage. I don't even consider that a season. I don't know. It was an inter- It was an interesting take. Uh, the they whole were trying to. They were trying to. What happened there? And uh, my like my opinion is that. Okay, so we had between season two and three, we had the movie. We had the big like tried the bait and switch where we tried to get all the the new transformers in the kids weren't having it because they had no emotional attachments. So then we're going to go back and we're going to try to like these target masters. So we're going to turn Optimus prime into a target master. And we're just going to, this is basically us throwing the the spaghetti at the wall. This is laser light he-man and Skeletor shit. That's what that was. Yeah, but we did fall for it sometimes. We did a little bit, I guess. As I said, like Battle I, Armor He-Man and Battle Armor Skeletor. Those were you, still very much click. in the original run. Those came yeah, out like but you, you know, all it was was you flick the front and it makes a little dent that spins out. That was, see, I mean, so cool. Thing. <laughs> but we fell here's, for it. 
here's the thing though i i didn't because i never had the original he-man and skeletor like my he-man and skeletor guys were those battle armor guys because they're the only ones i had and then eventually later i got like thunder punch he-man and dragon blaster skeletor but meh i never really used them much it was the battle armor guys that were my like main guys so i I was in the same boat as you i never had an original skeletor i had i and i I had i had battle armor he-man and i had terror claws skeletor oh with the uh with the big fucking freddy krueger claws yeah, but he his his armor was horrible. It looked like he was wearing like a like a wife beater rolled up. Yep, that's that was my Skeletor. Oh, yeah. Don't that's be yucking on my happens. yum, Jesus, man! It's the only it's only one I had. God, it's, judgmental. It's like, the claws were kind of cool though. I just painted the damned wife beater a different color, so it didn't look stand out so much. I think I took a marker to it and did black or something. A friggin' purple, uh, like a shiny purple wife beater that you t- rolled up to show your stomach. That was his armor for Terra Claw Skeletor. Like, who I'm pretty sure I turned it. I'm pretty sure I turned it black. I'm pretty sure I took my black sharpie to it as a kid. I remember because you know we did that as kids. We we used to have yeah, modern I, figures. I say, yeah. Well, I was gonna say that. Uh, I remember one time we were walking down the street, you, me, and and uh, Fish, and you had <laughs> the, the cutoff jeans that you used to wear. You would cut them so high that the pockets would hang out. And I remember this one day you had like a white t-shirt on and you flipped it to where the, like you could see your stomach and you were, <laughs> you were walking because we dared you to do it. Yeah, and you were walking down the street. That's what friggin' Terra Claw Skeletor reminds me of. <laughs> there you go. He's That's got awesome. the he's got the, like the loin cloth and the <laughs> the white beater <laughs> rolled up. That's you right there. Yeah. So That's, That's perfect. All me. You're Terra Claw Skeletor, man. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. I like. <laughs> it's really switching gears here, um, or switching them back, I guess. I agree. Like, I, I would love to see a, a Netflix series that's faithful to, to like, when we were kids. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice. So, speaking of when we were kids, we're going to segue into the, you know, the big news of that I give a shit about. Uh, me, Swamp Ninja, and Buckshot talked about it last episode, but we really didn't get into any, any super in-depth conversation about it. But Mortal Kombat... The new game's yes. been announced. It's coming out in September 19th or September 8th. I can't remember. Um, I'm not looking at anything here, so I'm just like trying to remember when it when it comes out. But it's sometime in September. Uh, when it does come out, I'm taking the day off work. Is it a Monday? Know, I'm pretty sure it's a mortal Monday. Pretty sure it be. is. And be. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, you played MKX. Yep. Um, but you're like me, you, when, when we were kids, we went back and we played Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 3. I think we've, I think you've played pretty much every game, but just like me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I I even played the shitty Sub-Zero mythology. So, and Special Forces, that night. And, uh, and Mortal Kombat, was it Monks? Where you Shaolin Monks uh, was good. Everyone loved that that game game too. I didn't mind it either. That was fun. Well, you know, co-op beat them up. 
Yep. Mortal Kombat style, and we could do fatalities. Pretty dope. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'd like to see another one like that. That's what everyone wanted. Everyone wanted, like, because, uh, mid, not Midway, but NetherRealm Studios, who still makes Mortal Kombat, they're, they were talking about how they're making a, you know, different style game. They're going to be going, you know, we're not just making fighting games. We're going to be trying something new. And everyone was like, they're going to do Shaolin Monks. Let them do Shaolin Monks. And it's never happened yet. I'm eventually, hopefully it will, because I would love to play. I'd love to be able to play that remake in my lifetime because I, you know, I remember playing it with you on the couch. Yeah. You know, you know, going through it. Like that's nostalgia. When we locked, when we, when when we unlocked Sub-Zero and Scorpion and we could play as those two, like it was freaking awesome. Yeah. We're playing as fire and ice. It's pretty, pretty dope. It was a pretty dope game. And like, even you could still do fatalities with Scorpion and Sub-Zero. It was like, like completely different fatalities. Pretty awesome game, man. When you go back and you think about it, what but, was that for? I can't remember. I think it was for PlayStation. Was it? Yeah, pretty I think sure it was actually now. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure we were playing it on your slim PS1, PS2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure it was PlayStation 2. But yeah, it was a fun. That game was fun as hell. So you're all geared up for that. And so have they announced any characters or anything? Well, we're pretty sure, uh, well, we, we, who am I talking about? They're, the rumors are that the original eight characters are going to be in the game. Nice. Like, you know, Liu Kang, Sonya, Scorpion. Well, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Kung Lao, Raiden, um, Liu Kang, because he's now a god. He, like, spoiler, since you haven't played MK11, um, <laughs> Liu Kang beats everybody and he becomes a fire god and he then basically resets the timeline. So essentially this is, this isn't like, you know, after what happened in MK 11, apparently this is a completely new timeline starting with Liu Kang is, is the earth realms protector. Um, but I mean, so it still makes sense because it's following it's, it's after the events of MK 11. So it should be called MK 12, but they're calling it mortal Kombat one. So, so yeah, it's a little confusing, um, but everyone thinks it's like going to be this whole new universe, but it is Shang Tsung is the big bad. So, you know, he's the one invading the earth realm. Um, he's the pre-order bonus. So Shang Tsung is in the game. Um, apparently there's a bunch of leaks, but as we all know, you have to take those with a grain of salt, but they're talking about, Oh, Homelander from, uh, boys. The boys is going to be in it. Oh, it from from uh, you know the the movie it. So we're going to have the evil clown. Like there's all these rumors and, and nonsense. I'll wait yeah. until I see I see what's you know people are you know kind of like hoping to see. Like I'll watch some of those videos of like oh I want to see this character that character. There's a there's a scary thing that's going on with it though because apparently there's going to be these new gameplay mechanics. Uh oh. So they may change a few key factors, but apparently they're going to be having these characters called cameo spelled with a K, by the way, just to let you know, um, cameo characters. And essentially this is going to be like the first tag, uh, version of mortal Kombat. Now the characters that you call in don't actually stay like you don't get to play as them they come in and they do like some sort of defensive or offensive move depending on the button and 
direction you push on the controller. So there's going to be that type of mechanic with it. Now, what people are worried about is your favorite character may be a cameo character, which means you can only use him in that style and format, that he's not going to be a complete character that you can go through the game as and learn all, you know, learn any of the mechanics of him playing as a complete fighter, as opposed to just being one of these characters that has a specific four moves and that's it. So people are worried that, you know, you know, rain might be a cameo character as opposed to having rain in the game. Like I, here's the, this is just my hot take right now. Just, you know, from what I'm seeing is like, it's great that they're going to have some of the original characters, like the original core characters I'm all for, but I would love for them to introduce new characters, characters I don't know anything about or very, you know, very minor role characters that were maybe in some of the comic books that were just kind of introduced, but you know, we don't know their story. They're just there and they died or whatever. Right. It would be very cool to see something like that, but I don't think they're going to go that route. I think they're going to try to basically just take, the characters that we know and maybe switch them up a little bit to where their story's a little different. Like instead of Katana being the princess, maybe it's Melina. She was actually the princess all along and Katana was her um, bodyguard, you know, and Tanya and Jade, maybe they were always at odds as opposed to, you know, friends at one point in time, like maybe, you know, like try to switch the, the characters uh, like, uh, history up or, or their origin, but like they're going to still introduce these same characters, which is, it's kind of neat too, you know, to change it up and maybe make some, some of the good guys, bad guys or vice versa. But I just, I'd rather see brand new IP, like brand new characters. You know, you can bring in some of the older ones, like you could make this game, like hopefully they they'll support this game, like Tekken or, or fighter four or five, sorry. Where, you know, they supported it for five five years with characters and new mechanics and new patches. So, you know, you can, you know, put a lot more R&D into, you know, going on to the next version of your game. So it'd be interesting to see where it goes. Like, I'm super stoked for it. They've got a, <clears throat> like with Mortal Kombat, like it's, I mean, it's been around since, you know, we were 13, 14. Um, they've kind of like it feels like they've done everything that they can do right i mean there was there was one version of the game there where literally every character was in it um there was one where you could build your own characters and his own move set and everything like that oh that was horrible that's not true that was I, that was very that was very limited it was not that it was great. limited but the, it was a gimmick that they tried um yeah and they, they had the whole creative fatality which was just garbage that was garbage but I mean, they tried it, right? Like they're, they're just gimmicks because they, you know, like after 30 years, you're going to run out of ideas. Um, so yeah, like, I don't know what there is left to do really. That's why like Shallow and Monks was kind of interesting because it was just a completely different game, but it was with the characters that you liked. Um, <clears throat> so I just, I don't know where you go from here. Well, apparently what this game is going to do, it's going to be very st- like there's going to be that competitive aspect, like go online and fight people. Of course. But I think what they're going to do with this game, them. right? Um, I think they're going to make this like a kind of like a, remember the uh, old uh, game called Con- Mortal Kombat. I want to think it was uh, Dark, not Dark Alliance, not Deception. 
But there was unholy a part where alliance? you went through a cut. What's that? The unholy alliance. Well, that was deadly alliance. Oh, deadly alliance, right? Yeah. Um, there's a there's a version of Mortal Kombat. I can't remember which one. I'll have to look it up here once I get my thought out. Um, where they had this conquest mode where you went. You were Shinjinku, and you basically went around to each each of the realms. Of, you know, you went to the realm of chaos. You went to the realm chaos, of order. Yeah. Right. I think they're going to try to make a game like that, where there's going to be that story side of it, and make it very robust and fun to play as a single player, as well as keep that core, you know, competition because they already have that down to a T. Like they have they have their fighting game built. You know, they're going to give us some new mechanics with the cameo fighters and whatever. But I think what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to throw this story mode in. You know, they've always had a great story mode, but like, it, you know, it was very finite as in like, you know, you just follow the the cutscene A, B, C, D, E. There's no swerves where there's very you know, linear, very yeah. linear. I'm thinking they're going to try to make this like a conquest mode where you can go to one realm and do some stories there, like side missions and whatnot, and follow that story. And then you go to the other realm and that story like maybe maybe that's where it's going but then it may like in the have you watched the trailer at all no no i didn't get a chance to yet you should queue it up and probably watch it it's like it's like when you see what lu kang does to shang tsung at the end uh, yeah when he does to shang sung at the end of the uh the uh, trailer you'll be like i think i'm gonna have to play this game because it's fucking bananas it's mm. absolutely bananas so cue it up watch it tell me what you think after the podcast because i think you'll be all for it you may have to hop into game pass finally and download mk11 just to play the story because it's a good story you, you'd yeah. like it i have see the funny thing is is i've got the three months and then i've got like this little promo code for like three weeks or two weeks or something like that i just I got vacation coming up, so I'll probably use the mini one first. When's the vacay? Be the end of June. Nice. Yeah, I'm taking some vacation in June as well. Going to be going. Lindsay goes to New York, so oh, nice. I'm. Yeah, yeah. She well, it's her job. She has to go for a week to go for her seminars and meet some clients and go schmooze with them. So she gets to, you know, going to go see a ball game in New York, which is kind of, she's not happy about because she hates baseball, but she, it's an experience she'll get experience. to experience it. Yeah. But she's hoping like she gets to go, she gets to fly in on Sunday, which means like she'll have like, she'll fly in yeah Sunday. So she'll have Sunday to do whatever she wants to do in New York. So she has her plan. She's going to go hit a target. She's going to go to little Korea town because they want to get some K-pop albums while she's over there. So yeah, so she's going to hit up, uh, probably hit up New York for her to, grow, you know, grow her K-pop album collection and photo cards. So, I may ask her to keep an eye out for any Target exclusive toys, and she bring me home something. <laughs> Can, Mom, bring me home something. <laughs> yeah, you went away. Where's my, where's my present? Yeah. Oh no, she'd make me give her money, but that's fine. I'd give her a couple <laughs> bucks and pick me up some stuff. But yeah. So she's going in, in June. So I'll be taking that week off. It's actually, it works out to be because she's leaving on Sunday. So I'll get, I get off that Friday and then I'm off Saturday, Sunday and I'm off the week and the whole weekend. So I'm like almost off 12 days, 13 days straight. It's going to be pretty dope. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
So it'll just be me and me and Kaya home. We're gonna hang out. I'll probably be going through the K-pop uh, tutorials while she's uh, she'll teach me while Lindsay's gone. Sounds yeah. like fun. <laughs> it's actually not too bad. I I listen to K-pop. It's fine. Yeah, There's like I have why. It's why garbage. am I an idiot? It's garbage. It's no worse than listening to Depeche Mode, man. And you garbage. love Depeche Mode. So yeah, it's way De- better. Depeche, what's that? Depeche Mode's way better than that crap. Uh, I don't know, man. These guys, these some of these people are really talented. Really talented. Oh well, we'll just move on. <laughs> I don't like anything new. I only like the stuff I like. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you, now you got it. Yeah, I'm not like that. I can't be like that. I like to I like to like new things. Mm. I like old things, but I like new things too. You're gonna be one of those ones on Twitter screaming and crying whenever you see them and posting pictures of them and stuff. What's that? No, I would I'm never gonna go to a concert. Didn't one of them get busted for like child porn or something? What are you talking about? Pretty sure there was a there was a member of of the K pop revolution that got caught with stuff that he shouldn't have had like 10 years ago uh, well, k-pop wasn't around 10 years ago k-pop's been around for a very long yeah, time sir wasn't mainstream it was probably right. mainstream last, like, mains mainstream it's been around for the last decade yeah it's probably around it was probably like five years ago or something like that see i don't know their names i don't know the groups that they're in I don't know any of that shit, but I just know that this one guy got caught with stuff that he shouldn't have had. I don't know. I'm like, again, I'm not super into K-pop, but I'll listen to it. My daughter's into it. So it's nice to be able to have what somewhat of a discussion with my teenage daughter where it doesn't involve her yelling at me because I exist. So, you know, <laughs> I make an effort. Or try, I try to make an effort at least. I know. I, I'm just busting your balls. But uh, yeah, so uh, vacation will be, be, be kind of nice. But yeah, back to Mortal Kombat. Um, if you were to make, if you're going to make a game right now based on what you have in, in your experience with Mortal Kombat, if you were to make your game, how would you make it different from what you're used to playing? Like, what's the, what's the game that would make you go like, oh yeah, I'd play that? I, that's the thing. Like, that's kind of what I said. Like, they've kind of ran the gauntlet of, like, anything that I could think of, like, switching it up or anything like that. Um, If it was just, like, a a pure fighting game, I don't know. Like, they've even, like, anything I could think of, they've kind of already done it. It's like, okay, well, one of my favorite things was where you had the different fighting styles. So you'd you'd pick a theme. And that theme, that particular theme would have a particular move set that was unique to that theme. So I'm trying to So think. like are you talking like Mortal Kombat Gold where you could pick the weapon and then you had two different stances? Yeah. And you could flip then, through it? Or are you talking like Mortal Kombat X where you had the three variations? I honestly I honestly don't remember. I just remember there was like um you could pick the move set like they each had a title it's like okay if you picked if you picked scorpion there was one called like i don't know hell spawn and then there was another one okay called... so you're talking mkx that's what you're talking about you're, okay there, there you go each 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 character had a variation there's three separate variations one was more for distance one was for yes. more up so yeah it, it, 
you could tailor the character more to your to your need or if you were online and some you know you saw what another person was picking then you could pick a, a counter to it like there was more to it than just mindless button mashing kind of thing or counting frames or any of that crap see that to me that's what ruined online gaming was the frame counting and all that crap like i hate that stuff um i'm more into like the chess match that takes place like that's that's when it was fun for me and i think that's kind of why i got away from mortal Kombat after a while um it's just like you can't really compete with people online because of all this frame counting bullshit and i just i refuse to learn how to play it because for me it would ruin it like it would ruin the fun of the game for me but if i'm fighting some idiot that's doing it i mean what's like what's the point like i've gone online and there's a guy he, he'll wait for me to go after him so i i you know i make my move he counters it and then he destroys me with one single juggle because it's like just count, counting frames and to me that's that's no fun so if they could find a way so so here's the thing i'm going to tell you right now remember how we thought counting frames is like you know you had to like actually count frames that's not what that means i know it's the animations no like no that's that's not what even it means anymore it used to be on the older fighting games because that's how they they programmed it because it was digitized fighters yeah right and it was their their it was their movements of frames so it's yeah, kind it was, of but it, it's animation. not the same but it's not the like what all you so i've been playing the fighting games for a while and now I'm, I'm learning like i've been playing fighting games since what fucking street fighter 2 and mk1 since they were in the arcades and I, I used to be the same as you, be like, oh, he just knows when to push because he knows that this, this, this move is faster than the other move. That's essentially what it comes down to, is you just have to know which move is going to get to them first based on the amount of plus or minus it is on, on when you push the button. Because it's all about timing now. They call it frames or, or whatever, or animations, but it's all just basically, if I hit my A button, and you hit your A button, and your character's A button reacts in in like automatic one to one ratio. You push the button, the move comes out, or you can, or if, when I push my A button, there's a two frame count before my move comes out. So it's like really fucking like that's chess, right? That's like that's that's what your chess is. It's just we're trying to remember. Oh, my strong block, my strong attack is faster than Scorpion's. Uh, medium attack. So when he's going medium, my strong's actually faster. Mine's mine's pl- mine's on on plus, and his moves on on minus. So my move will come out first. So that's really all it is now. It's just more of a you have to know who's who's uh, whose animation is quicker because before when you watched when you when we had the older games, you didn't know that animate like you didn't know that information. They didn't tell you that. Now they give you all that information in in the tutorials. Like if you go into training mode on Mortal Kombat and you push your X button, it'll tell you plus two, minus two. It's crazy. So now you don't really have to know how to watch for the animation. You just have to know that my Y is faster than his his Y. You just have to basically go through and just try to remember who's plus and who's minus on certain moves. And that's how you learn the the matchups. 
That's a little different then. That's more of a chess match, I guess. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just basically now you have to try to remember that, Oh, I'm using variation X. So my, my buttons, like, so when you think about it, (laughs) I can't believe we're talking about this, but like, when you think about it, you have four buttons for moves in Mortal Kombat. You have left punch, right punch, left kick, right kick, block, and that's it. Yeah. So when you think about it, and then you have you have an up, down, left, right on each button. So forward X, down X, up X, and back X are moves. So each button has five variations of a move. So when you think about it, five times four, that's 20, plus there are additional moves. So every character has 25 unique, just regular attacks. So then you have to try to remember, okay, all my 25 attacks, you have to try to remember what's plus and what's minus on those 25 attacks, as well as know your opponent's 25 moves in your brain. So you know that if their back Y is plus three, you know you should do four and X. Like it's fucking mind, like it's mind boggling how people remember this shit. Well, they're younger. <laughs> um, I mean, if we were, it's, it's like our reflexes, man. Like if we were younger and we didn't have to worry about other things that we have to worry about. Like I remember when I was in school, man, like I couldn't, I couldn't tell you who the, you know, the prime minister of Canada was in 1962 offhand, but I could tell you like I could tell you stuff about a video game or I could tell you stuff about wrestling or whatever. Like I could I could tell you how to pull off Kung Lao's uh body split with exactly. without even without even thinking about it. It's forward, forward, forward block. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, that's, an, that's that's an easy one. Yeah, like it's if if you're younger and you've got less responsibilities and things like that, like you can devote your time and your energy into memorizing that shit. And maybe that's what does it for you. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. I I try to like I try like I I'm. I don't want to say I'm a great fighting game player because I'm not. Like I've played online. I get my ass wiped all the time. (laughs) I'm I'm eating somebody else's lunch, (laughs) or they're eating mine, uh, essentially. But uh, it's just fun to go on there and just try to, and like, I go on and I troll because I play lame. That's what they call me. I play lame. I sit back and I wait. I don't, in, I don't attack. I, I counter. I'm not that guy who's going to be like, ah, I'm going after you. I'm going to be like, no, I'm going to see what you're going to do. And I'm going to see if you have a pattern. Yeah. And most people play in patterns, right? They do. So, most people do everything in patterns. That's what Pokemon So I just is. I try to I try to just sit back and be like, "Oh, he's about to do this this this." I've dealt with that before. I'm going to try this to see if it will counter. That's how I've always played fighting games. That's why the Swamp Ninja hates playing against me because Swamp Ninja plays as I know for a fact when the Swamp Ninja and I play Street Fighter, <laughs> When we play Street Fighter, I can honestly tell you that I know exactly what he's going to do first thing. As soon as it says round one, fight, I can tell you exactly what he's going to do. No, exactly, because I've played him for fucking decades, and he has yet to change his tactics. (laughs) He's not here to defend himself. It's great. He's going to listen to this, and I'm going to get a nasty text message later. But 
He says I cheat. I don't. I just I play lame. I make him do all the work, and I just react because like I, I don't I don't attack. I'm not a jump in and type. John just jumps. Soon as soon as it says round one fight, he's up in the air and uh, coming at me, and I'm like, oh, dragon punch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> yep. It's it's the same it's the same thing in Mortal Kombat. And I know he's going to do it, and he, but he thinks he's going to try something different. Nope, just jump as soon as round, fight, up in the air, uppercut. <laughs> it's great. You just move a couple of steps back so that you're lined up with him. Or I do the, or I'll do the old Mortal Kombat too, where you take a step back and just sweep, sweep, sweep. <laughs> mm. Remember that? Oh, I remember that. Do you have you watched the new Mortal Kombat movie yet? No, I still have not seen oh, it. Jesus, man. I know. I've seen, I've watched a lot of clips of it, so I've pretty much seen the entire thing, but yeah. Anyway, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Story. My, my favorite, my favorite is, is the, the, the scene where uh, Kung Lao just keeps sweeping Kano because he keeps falling for it. It makes me laugh. Because he'll fake it, and he jumps up in the air, and he's like, oh, fuck. And then as soon as he hits the ground, he gets swept. It's fucking amazing. It's a a throwback to that, to the sweeping. Exactly. It's that little, it's that little Easter egg. I love that type of shit. Anyway, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for this new game. And you should probably get into maybe playing that Mortal Kombat 11 on your vacation. I I just remember all the low fighting, and you used to get so mad at me for it. Oh, because you used, what's his name in that stupid fucking deception game? (laughs) <laughs> it was a reptile. Reptile, stupid reptile. That little quick little fucking jab, crab, and, and he did that crab walk thing that you hated. Yeah, well, he threw that stupid elbow, or like a crab elbow. <laughs> fucking stupid. Like yeah. I know it's coming, but I just like again, I'm like fucking swamp ninja. I'm just I I was too set in my attack back then, and just didn't learn. <laughs> thought if I try like I thought if I kept doing the same thing, the outcome would be different. And it's like it's not. That's not how that works. Insanity. That's pure insanity right there. That's the definition of insanity. Oh yeah. Trust me. I've been I'm in, I've been insane a lot of my life, sir. Thinking if I just keep doing the same thing, it's gonna work out. It'll work <laughs> this time, guys. It'll work this time. It'll work this time, I swear. But yeah, but yeah, I'm excited for the game. And I, I hope uh I hope you get into Mortal Kombat eleven because it's a good story. And then you we can you actually gonna... play online because like are I you... think there's some characters you'd like. So are you gonna buy the deluxe version? Oh fuck yeah. I already know that. I'm not buying. I'm not buying the collector's edition for two hundred fifty dollars for a stupid Liu Kang statue that I'm not interested in. Yeah. What if it was like they're trying to make Liu Kang the new face? I get it, but I'm like, it's always going to be. What's that? Liu Kang was always the face, kind of. No, as we all know, was it was Scorpion Sub Zero that were always on the covers. Yeah, but Liu Kang was kind of their like. Liu Kang is the the uh, you know Boy Scout super good guy. He's the Hulk Hogan a lot of, people, of the franchise. Right, but he wasn't the Hulk Hogan as, as Hulk Hogan. Like not, uh, Liu Kang was not one of the most popular fighters to be used on online. The, the popular fighters for online, like the face, like the, who people gravitate towards were Scorpion, Sub-Zero, the bad guys, like, you know, uh, Goro, those type of characters. Like Liu Kang was always like, Liu Kang is like the Kung Lao. Everyone hated him. A lot of people used Kung Lao because it was. I remember watching tournaments and stuff, and Kung Lao was used a lot. Oh yeah, at MKX. I'm talking like in the earlier games. Yeah, but uh, 
But yeah, like Luke Hang has always been the the champion, the chosen one. But he was always like shit on online and stuff. People are just like, why is he, why is he the the main protagonist? But now they're trying to make him like they made him a god. He's the fire lightning god, so he's like two elements in one. So it's kind of like the neat. zombie version. I always liked using that one. Zombie zombie uh, Liu Kang was cool because he had the chains and he could use the chains as like weapons. Yep. I used to yeah, I used to use them in chess all the time against you. That chess game was friggin' fun, man. I amongst any other like versions or mini games or any of that stuff, that chess game, we used to play that I I don't even know how many hours we wasted with that. Dude, we used to get drunk and play that game. That was just a fun game, that chess game. Well, it was just Mortal Kombat. You just your characters could move like each character had an attribute where they could move a certain way. And my guy was Nightwolf, and you hated Nightwolf. You hated me playing uh, Nightwolf. Yep. Until I eventually figured out a character that could take him. And then or I had to that, move on to Havoc. Oof. That friggin' that friggin' kick combo. I for for days I couldn't figure that out. I used to like I'd be at work trying to figure it out, watching videos and shit. <laughs> And me didn't give a shit. Didn't give a oh, shit. You cared after I started beating your ass. You're like, I gotta find something. I remember because it, it used to go in waves. You'd discover a guy, and then you'd you'd use him because Nightwolf. Like you're not, he's not going to be your go-to. Like you just, you eventually just went to him and tried him out, and found that oh look, uh, the algorithm can't counter this at all. It's just basically I'm going to win every match with this guy, and then. Finally, I figured out that Liu Kang, the zombie Liu Kang, could take him. And then <clears throat> for like weeks, I would beat you with that. And then you'd find someone that would that would counter that. And it just went back and forth, but it was fun. Yeah. They need to, they need to remake that. That's what they yeah, need to like do. Yeah, the, the chess game. That was good. Maybe they... Well, they were talking about like... Uh, Ed Boon is a troll on, on Twitter. Um, he, he puts up a lot of stuff just to get people to talk about Mortal Kombat. Of course, he'll put he puts up a couple polls, and he's like, "What if we could go back and put any version of our mini games into this new game? What would you want to see?" I don't understand why no one voted for the the chess. Everyone wanted the go karts. I'm like, the go karts that was sucked. Crap. It did suck. The go karts. I'm gonna sucked. mention that. I was just gonna say that. Like, remember the go karts and how crappy those were? Yeah, that was like a horror. Like, you could couldn't turn very well the, the weapons or that you'd pick up like in mario part cart were sucky it was just bad and then what else there was puzzle well the puzzle one wasn't too bad it was kind of like tetris puzzle fighter yeah it was just puzzle fighter guess who bought puzzle fighter again for the remember the street fighter one we street fighter puzzle fighter where we yeah, used to play I'm with sure. uh oh i'm sure he did i'm sure the swamp ninja picked it up oh i bought it too oh okay I got a, I got a, I bought the new, uh, yeah, Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Man, what a fun game. I forgot how fun it was. Oh, yeah. Those are just the pick up and play games. Remember when we used to be really big into Virtua Tennis way back in the day? I don't think that was me, man. I don't remember being into that. I remember because it was on the Dreamcast. We'd come over and we'd play tennis. You'd come over to the house because I had the big flat screen television. Man, I don't remember the tennis game being big. I remember us playing basketball a lot. I remember, like, destroying you with basketball. Yes, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my controller wasn't plugged in. I'm pretty sure it was, because that's the first thing you said. Do you unplug my controller? 
you beat me like 92 to like 25 like it was just stupid i couldn't hit oh, anything yeah. yeah no and i, I love the dreamcast yeah the dreamcast was pretty fun i wish they if they made a mini version of the dreamcast i'd buy that oh i'd be all over that yeah but would the controls be like it was the controllers that were interesting about that well the controller was just like the first analog controller with the analog stick it had the analog stick and the the d-pad it was yeah. like almost like a circle but the thing the thing that was interesting was the memory unit the vmu virtual or the visual memory unit and there's these little mini games when he made a save on them some games gave you like a, a like a like a tamagotchi and you had to like you know grow you could like level up your character by playing the little mini game and then when you put your memory card back in it would give you that experience points for like some some of those uh like uh role-playing games yeah it was, it was it was a really really cool concept it's just See? it it just it just sucked because what happened was it was really the dreamcast was the first console that failed because of piracy because that's what yeah. happened people hacked it and people were like holy shit that you don't even have to you don't even have to do anything you just copy the game and all you have to do is make a boot disc and then swap swap the swap the uh the disc the boot disc and pop the the burn game in and it worked and then eventually uh the technology of the burners caught up so you could actually put that audio track you could boot you could burn self-bootable games and that's when dreamcast just died yeah i was gonna ask you like what because it was such a cool system like how did that how did it, i think you had two at one point didn't you oh i had like yeah i had two dreamcasts yeah i had a black one and a white one yeah. I just remember the in the basketball where you had to line up the the free throws and you had to press the each like each of the shoulder buttons like really carefully so they'd line up. Yeah, it was the first analog trigger controller. That's right. And then uh what else what other game did we always play? We played Mortal Kombat on that fucking thing because that's what we played. Yeah, it was Mortal Kombat Deception on the that. And then <clears throat> what other games did we play? I, I think we play. Like, I'm trying to remember. Like we played this one game that we were always into. I mean, we used to play the shit out of Champions of Norath, and yes, that was yeah, that games. was the PlayStation, though I believe. Yeah, that was the PlayStation when I had the the multi tap. Five yeah. of us could play at once. That was fun. <clears throat> yeah, it was a, it was a great time. It was a good time to be alive back then. You know, <laughs> games were interesting. It was that and going to trivia on Thursday nights. Oh yeah, trivia night. We'd always butt fuck sluts who go nuts. We'd always drink for free. We were always, always first or second. Yep. Yeah, those were good times. Those times are gone now, though. That's not true. There's still there's still trivia nights. Yeah, we don't go to them though. Well, that's the thing. You just gotta you gotta get up and go if you want to do it. Yeah, I don't wanna. <laughs> I'm in the same boat, man. I like I like just hanging out in my house. It's great. Remember, it's so weird uh, now, you know, in our lifetime. Like before, it was all about going out and having a good time. But now it's just like I just like sitting around the house and hanging out. Because we're old. I'm not old. We're not old. Jesus, I still forties, man. Jesus. See, I was I was kind of different. Like the people that I always hung out with, they were always big on going to the clubs like brad and them they always that was their thing they like to go they like to 
uh, some more than others. I'm not saying everyone that we hung out with, but there were some that liked to go to try to pick up and they were just, that's what they were all about. Just going to the club. But me, like I always enjoyed the house parties. So if there was a house party going on, I would pick that over going to a club any day of the week. And I remember there's a few times that, you know, the, the big thing was going to someone's house for a while. You know, you'd, they called it pre-drinking, which was kind of a stupid term, but that's what it was. And you'd go there and you'd have a few drinks and then you'd go out. But it was like, there was a few times it's like, man, I would love to just stay here. But I know everyone is going out, so. Yeah, I was, I was like, I like to go out and party. I like to have a good time. Sometimes too much. But, you know, now being the age I'm at. And, you know, having kids and whatnot, not partying like I used to, you know, every now and then I'll go out to the bar and maybe catch, you know, one of the bands playing that I, I like, you know, when the boys are out. And you're drinking catch... pop or water. Yeah. What's that? You know, or, or you know, pop or water. Oh, yeah. I'll just, uh, you know, have a maybe one or one or two drinks. I won't get blasted or wasted, no. but, you know, go, go be sociable was fine. But yeah, no, like right now, all I like to do is like, I'll go to work and I come home. And I'm cool. I don't. Yeah. It's like you know, my 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 daughter. She likes to. She's big into the K-pop. She likes watching her shows with her mom. You know, I'm. You know, we watch Marvel movies together every now and then. We can and. But yeah, like I'm just you know I, one. I like being out here where I'm at because it's so quiet. I don't you know the hustle and bustle is not around me, so I don't feel like I'm missing anything. It's quiet. There's nothing going on. You just want to you know? sit in your room with your toys. No, it's not even that. Like most of the time I'm not even in the room. Like where I spend most of my time is out on the sun porch. I yeah. go out there and, you know, sit cause I got the, 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 you know, the windows. I can just like during the winter. Absolutely. But like right now, like I went out today and I decided to spring clean in the uh, sun porch, got all the patio furniture out on the deck, got the barbecue out. I'll have to clean it and get that ready, but you know, get the got the patio all set up now, or the furniture's at least out. Reset the the sun porch. You know, after all the water and everything coming in, I had to clean it up. I had to bleach the floor. There's a little bit of you know mold from the water because I had plastic down, but you know, a little bit of water got on the floor, so I had to clean that up a little bit. But yeah, I got that all nice and tidied up and cleaned up there now. So it's a little more comfortable to be out there because there's not like just all the furniture and everything there. So it's kind of a nicer, a little nicer space, but I, you know, now I can go out in the deck and read my comic books and you know, it's starting to warm up. It's kind of nice. So I like being outside on the deck or at least on the sun porch. Like, you know, if it's a cold night and I want to, you know, if I'm wanting to watch a TV show and the TVs in use downstairs for K-pop activities or they're playing a game together, I'll cut. That's when I come up to the toy room and then it's like led lights are on computers on playing like a podcast or something. And, I'm in here just chilling, man, just looking at the toys, making some mind maps of what I'd like to see on my shelf, you know, go on to the online and browse and, you know, think of a figure that I might like to pick up and see if it's, if it's being launched or if it already exists and if so, how much. And yeah, it's, it's just fun to come in and just kind of, you know, you just imagine, you know, play pretend, you know, things I might, you know, wish I could afford and be, be look really cool on the shelf, but you know. Uh, you know, you know, you, you take your, uh, you, you take a look <laughs> yeah, at everything yeah. and kind of go, oh, well, maybe I'll go this route because it's cheaper. 
you know, it's just nice to fun to play around. Window shop online, I guess. Mm, I do a lot of that. Yeah, like I don't like every day I'll go on to Big Bad Toy Store and sometimes they'll have like a one day sale and I'll check it out. And if there's anything there that's piques my interest, I might put it in the old pile of loot and wait for my pile of loot, uh, you know, expiry to go and where they automatically just charge my card and send it to me. <laughs> so then I, I get a surprise package every now and then. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Like the plan is to, you know, keep going, but I'll like not go at a astronomical rate. Like I said, I got those two figures coming. So, you know, those will come tomorrow and I'll get to crack those open and put them on the shelf. I'm kind of actually really excited about the general Zod. Cause I think I'm going to put it up against my, uh, red, uh, red sun Superman. So that'll be kind of interesting. So, uh, a Kami, a Kami Superman versus general Zod. Be mm-hmm. interesting. Um, Kami Superman. My yeah, son wants pretty- that one. What's that? My son wants that one, but we can't he- find him. Oh, I'll trade. He's, I, it's not, it's not super, super into my, uh, into my uh, collection. I'm like, I'm not sold on keeping it. It's something I have on my shelf. We could always work out a deal. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> see. But yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm super stoked to just always come up here every now and then. Have you seen my picture of my Galvatron? I got on a throne now. Pretty yep. fucking dope. I Pretty saw dope. Yep. I got Pretty that cool. throne from that fucking weird Superman Lex Luthor I got. The oh, whole I reason I bought good. it was for the stupid throne. I don't care about the figure at all. I'm like, oh, that chair's cool. I thought it was the Coronation Starscream. That's where no, I the I, throne was from. No, I got it from a, 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 a multiverse figure. Nice. I'm actually thinking on maybe I buy another one to get a secondary throne so I can set up a like a Galvatron and then get my Megatron on it too. So I'll have Gal- Galvatron on one side, Megatron on the other. Optimus standing up in the middle, kind of neat. I don't know. I'm shocked you haven't tracked down a bone, uh, a bone throne yet. Try, oh, you mean for like a for Skeletor? Skeletor? Yeah, yeah, but they're they're. I'm looking at a, an Etsy market that like does 3D printing, but it's they still want like probably 80 bucks, 90 bucks for one. Ooh, yeah, that's so. not worth it. Um, well, there's, there may be, there may be, uh, an alternative. Uh, I was looking at how much 3d printers are, so. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. Well, I mean, right now, like to, to, to make to, to get a 3d printer right now, isn't too bad. Like I could get like a mini one and I could do the bone thrown in pieces. So I could just do each piece at a time, then just glue it together, sand it and paint it. You know, try to or or a lot of work. Well, I mean, it is, but it's it's either buy the cheap the 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 cheaper three D printer or try to get like a full size three D printer, and those are like you know almost five six hundred bucks. I'm just like, do I pay five six hundred dollars for a three D printer that I know I might not use a lot, or do I you know maybe go the the mini route? You know, it's a hundred bucks, and build it in pieces and try to learn how to do it that way. I don't know. Cost of, you know, cost wise, I'm thinking maybe I'd go the mini route if I want to go that route, but, or I just pay some guy to do it, do it himself and then send it to me already done, which is kind of where I lean towards. Yeah. I'm lazy. Sounds like what I would do. But you never know, depending on how hard it is or 
or whatnot. I'm pretty sure Swamp Ninja might know a guy who can make a bow and throne. I think he got he has a buddy who does some 3D printing. I wonder how much he'd charge. The old Swamp Ninja might have a, a line for me. Might have a hookup. But yeah. Right well, on. We've been chatting for a while here, man. What do you think? Do you want to end it there? Well, might as well. We only got another 10 minutes left in the old counter, so uh, I, I can't really think of much else. Uh, I haven't really picked up anything in the last couple of weeks. I spent quite a bit on G.I. Joe over the last two or three months, so I've been laying low a little bit. But uh, as I said, like there's a few figures that are still that I'm still looking for. And if I can find a deal, I'll. You want a Dr. Um, Mindbender. I don't care about Dr. Mindbender. It's Serpentor and the twins. I'm kind of after right now. So. Right on. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. No, I got, like I said, yeah, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to stay dormant. Cause you know, you get bored. Yep. Oh, definitely. That's why I've been trying to play video games. I've been trying to just get back into, you know, getting into the habit of reading, maybe going online and playing a game as opposed to reading a comic book and thinking about toys. <laughs> trying to change my mentality. The worst thing is, is everything I watch is toy, toy oriented now. It's like, well, yeah, that's, that was, I go, I go to, uh, well, I've been trying to change my algorithm on the old, uh, the YouTube. So I've been watching like old eighties and nineties, uh, action flick clips you know like from commando and rambo and stuff like that um because right now my algorithm is filled with you know toy podcasts and toy vlogs and k-pop stuff i'm just like Mm -hmm. okay i gotta gotta get out of this i gotta get into something different so i've been watching some some uh you know old 80s 90s action flicks but then i I tend to find that i'm like oh do they make an arnold schwarzenegger figure of this character (laughs) my mind just goes there it's just it's so sad Mine's all, mine's all wrestling and toys and yeah it's i hear you and then you watch the wrestling and then you're like yeah it'd be cool to have him as a figure oh yeah well i mean right now like the night of champions is just i think it's over now but it, it, that's that's tonight so i'm probably going to try to find a a stream of the replay i might watch that and then tomorrow's double or nothing for aew so i'll be having a I have to watch that. I was watching the, uh, I was watching the Piper uh, biography again, just something to throw on while I was doinking around at home. At home, and it's like, of course, that uh, the uh, Piper's Pit with one coconut. And it's just like, man, I just I want that set. Like I want that, and I, I'm. I told you guys that I was after it at one point. There, um, someone had it for a decent price, but I I missed out because it was such a good price. Someone jumped on it. It's like, man, I'd love to have that because every time I look at that on the shelf, that's exactly what you think of, right? One coconut. Such an iconic moment in wrestling history. So good. Yeah. It's just so, like, so friggin' inappropriate, too. Like, I'll get you a bunch of bananas. You can climb around the trees like you like to. And it's like, oh my God. Like, do you imagine hearing that today? Even back then, it was controversial. Like, and he just said it just to get people mad. Oh yeah, and he got people mad, but then when he clocked him with an actual coconut, <laughs> yep, the man couldn't get back up. He couldn't stand back up, <laughs> and then he kept hitting him. <laughs> he gets down. He knocks him out with the coconut, like legit knocks him out, and he's down, and he falls into the set, and the set all falls on top of him, 
And then Piper goes over and he starts kicking the set out of the way. And then he starts kicking Snooka. And then he like lifts his head and grabs a grabs a banana and starts shoving it in his mouth. It's like he's out. Like you could <laughs> leave him alone. You could choke him. Like stop. He's not reacting. He's 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 out. <laughs> like stop yeah, it, Piper. Stop. Just watched an actual assault on TV. <laughs> but see, I can justify it because the that bastard was a murderer. So fuck him. Yeah, but we didn't know that back then. No, we didn't. <laughs> We didn't. We didn't even actually watch that shit back then. We weren't even into wrestling when that happened. Not live, no. You're right. But yeah, looking back at it, it's so good. Oh yeah, it's great. Well, anyway, on that note, that we'll end it there. We'll uh, we'll end at Snooka. So as always, folks, you can listen to us here at Podbean. You can always check us out on our Instagram at Two BD Pods with a Z. We do Comic Book a Day, Muscle Monday, Mo Tuesday. I don't know what he does on Wednesday, but Friday he puts up pictures of our figures. Um, but yeah, uh, check us out on our Facebook page, uh, the 2BD Podcast. And you can also check us out on Twitter at 2BD Pod. I believe we have a TikTok. Not sure if it's launched yet. I'll have to check out check that out with the, uh, the Swamp Ninja because I don't remember that address. But I'll definitely find that for us. So for the next podcast, I can announce it. But as always, on this podcast, we like to end it by saying, dare to be stupid, and peace.